Nintendo loves the thought of more DLC, Red Dead sales are just as insane as we predicted, and the feds are somehow helping gamers for once. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 17 of Diggity, a video game podcast. I'm your host, Jeff James. As always with me is the luscious co-host, Luscious Brody. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, buddy. How about you? I'm doing great. You know what I'd be doing greater? That made no sense. If you follow us on Instagram, <laughs> at Diggity Podcast, because there's a lot of people following us now, and it's awesome. So go follow us on uh, Diggity Podcast, at Diggity Podcast, sorry, on Instagram, uh, we post a lot of news items. We also let you know when the new podcast episode is up uh, in case you don't get a ping from your phone. Um, and generally, we just have a good time on there as well. You can also slide into our DMs. There's a good chance that either Brody or myself will respond. Probably Brody. So Probably me. Slide into our DMs. <laughs> don't be afraid to get sexual. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Whoa. Google Podcasts. <laughs> if get sexual, you're responding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, I already said that, uh, wherever you listen. Uh, we're also on Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Radio Public. We're on a ton of places. Um, so pretty much wherever you listen to, you can hear us. Um, and uh, speaking of hearing things, have you ever wanted to hear a book? Well, I'm glad that you just responded yes, Jeff, to me, even though I can't hear you. Because today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. That's right. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash diggity. You can get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. And let me tell you something. Reading books. Nobody likes that. Let the book read to you. Audible can do that for you. This is the power. You're still living in 2018. Come join the diggity fam. We're living in 2036. Books read to us in our land, boys, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I was going to say boys and girls, but everyone's grown up here. Uh, so head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity Hopefully. <laughs> uh, for your free audiobook download uh, and 30-day free trial. And the audiobook download, like you can you can literally choose any audiobook that you want, which is kind of incredible. Like usually like trials, you ever like sign up it's for like a, something. Yeah, it's like it's a limited like selection. The light version or something, like some bullshit like that. Right. It's, it's legit. Like if you want, if there's a book that you've been wanting to buy, use this trial Get the book. See if you like Audible. Continue on. If you don't, whatever. It's risk-free. Like, it's it's free. You got a book. You still get to keep the book, and you get to go on. And something else I like about Audible, which they kind of explain well and kind of also don't, is that every single month you get free, like, audio audiobook credits. And, like, say in one month you're like, mm, I can only listen to one book be read to me, right? Because I'm too busy listening to Diggity, which is the right answer. Um, then the other two credits or whatever credits you have roll into the next month. So, I mean, if, if you're lazy as shit, you know, by the end of the year, you could have like 10 books that you Hell can get yeah. for free if you wanted to on top of that. So head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. Like I said, to get that free audiobook download and the free 30-day trial um, and to get access to all those awesome audiobooks. And as always, thank you to the Amazon team and Audible for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, I still have obligations because my obligations are not fulfilled. Uh, do you want to actually? No, do you want to roll through the um, uh, the PlayStation Plus games because you were the PlayStation yeah, dude? I'll, 
I'll take the PlayStation. I'll let you have Xbox. How's that sound? Ooh, sounds good. Ooh, teamwork. All right. So the November PlayStation Plus games this month, uh, starting by the time you hear this, not by the time we record it. Uh, you'll have Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is the first Yakuza game. Um, yeah. And Bullet Storm Full Clip Edition. So not, not too bad. Not too shabby. Um, and they're free, which is the best part of it. Oh, free's always good. Uh, right. Other free games, uh, you can get the Xbox Games with Gold. Uh, this starts in November. Xbox Games with Gold is just always kind of a, a little annoying because the dates start differently. And I'm, I, I just I don't mess this things up in the show. It's not as easy as the PlayStation stuff in PlayStation <laughs> Land. The grass is greener in PlayStation Land right now. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold for November. Uh, starting November 1st, so today when you're listening to this, uh, and extending to November 30th, Battlefield 1 is including that. That's a pretty good deal. That's a really good deal. Um, yeah. Race the Sun. Uh, these uh, This is for Xbox One as well. Uh, is starts November 16th uh, and ends December 15th. Uh, and then your backwards, backwards compatibility games are Assassin's Creed, the very first one, which that's really cool uh, to go back and, and play that back in time. Get it? Ooh, puns. Uh, November 1st to the 15th um, is when that's available. And Dante's Inferno, which is also another great game, November 16th to the 30th of November uh, will also be available. So good lineups. Um, I'm curious to see what December brings. Uh, I think they'll go hot and heavy for December. Yeah, I would um, imagine so. Yeah, I'm expecting uh, Toki Tori all the new people. for free, <laughs> as well as um, Peggle, <laughs> Peggle one, two, and three, uh, followed by. Um, let's see here, mm, maybe a Roblox DLC pack. There you go. Okay, uh, this is <laughs> you. Actually, first of all, I have to address this. My God. Uh, yeah. You're probably like, wait, hold on a second. This is Thursday. Uh, you know, what's going on here? This doesn't make any sense. You're correct. It doesn't make any sense to you. <laughs> this is Jeff in the past now talking to you in the future, explaining what the future is now. The future is that the podcast is now going to be on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Reason for this, uh, the news cycle for video games definitely works a little bit better in our favor when it's on Tuesdays and Thursdays for the Tuesday and Thursday shows. Um, it also allows us to get more information and complete information when we wrap up to come back forward to the Tuesday show because, you know, let's face it, Saturday and Sunday are essentially dead days in terms of news yeah. and releases. So it makes it a lot easier flow on us. Um, another side of it also is it makes it easier for you to find our episodes, like Friday episodes. I'm assuming in, in my case, I mean, I work remote, but, you know, Brody drives to work. I'm assuming Friday, you know, Brody's driving back home from work and you know he's just you know he's just cranking fallout boy <laughs> <laughs> and not thinking about how'd the podcast you know <laughs> and not thinking about the podcast so that's also another you know legitimate reason with it it's and and by the time let's face it, by the time you get a, a podcast on a, on a friday you're cranking fallout boy you're not thinking about it friday you're not thinking about it saturday when you're you know cranking nsync in the hot tub in the backyard <laughs> You're not thinking about <laughs> Sunday when you're leaving church and you're cranking, you know, Flo Rida from 2008. You don't have time for that. And then Monday comes around and you go, damn, there's another diggity episode. I'm just going to skip that one. So we've done what any business does and we've conformed to what makes more sense from a reach perspective. Yes, we've we've made a full 
it's come full circle for us into business land. But hey, makes sense. Um, and I think it'll make the Friday episode a little bit better. Not that the Friday episode is bad, but I think it'll, or, or sorry, make the Thursday, moving to Thursday will allow for that episode, the second episode in the week, I think to be a little bit better. And I think, um, you know, a little bit stronger news pieces and definitely, I think more like opinion based stuff too, which is great because, um, we're like a sports show where basically, you know, we just, you know, you're two token people on a sports show that just constantly, uh, you know, bicker with each other. Yeah. My Fuck stuff. you, Jeff. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. <laughs> See? Ratings. Um, Ratings. <laughs> anyways, as part of this show, uh, Thursday show going forward will have uh, Diggity Deals in it. Uh, for those who are new to the show, Diggity Deals are savings that, yes, we pass on to you. Uh, it's not savings that we uh, per se have any affiliation or, or relationship with any of the companies. It's just stuff that we find on the websites, uh, you know, around the worldwide webs and say, damn, that's a good deal. So um, basically, I'll, I'll just roll through them real quick. Uh, our regular PS Plus double discounts promotion uh, uh, will return to the, sorry, not our, this is a statement by PlayStation sorry. Store. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I should have worded that differently. My no bad. worries. Uh, yeah. PlayStation Store uh, PS Plus double discount promotions will return uh, from the 21st of November. Uh, you'll be able to get 30% off hundreds of great PS4 titles. Uh, and if you're a PS Plus member, that discount is doubled, meaning you can save up to 60%. Um, and there's there's a ton of games. So go on over and check out that list on PlayStationStore.com. Or I think you can check it out on your PlayStation starting now, like a quick list. Or you can at least see the, yes. the news piece on that. Um, and then uh, a deal at GameStop, God of War for the PlayStation 4 is $59.99. That is the collector's edition, by the way. Yeah, I've, I've, I was gonna say I messed up when I put that. God of War. <laughs> Here's the deal: GameStop, uh, God of War, fifty nine ninety nine, same price. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the collector's edition. That was my bad. I was multitasking. No, 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 no. I was no, no, writing no. notes. So. No, 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 no. Uh, this this happens. First of all, the truth is yes. This is a collector edition, which is fifty nine ninety nine, which is awesome. Uh, that is a good deal at GameStop because that's the price for the normal version. But here's here's the thing: the normal version is a good deal, anyways, because it's a goddamn yeah. good game. So it's a go pick it up. Damn good game. Um, Absolutely. With that, we have fulfilled our obligations. Uh, and Brody, do you want to hit us with the, the the first piece of news here, dude? Yeah. So the first piece of news is that there. By the time you're listening to this, there was a Nintendo Direct uh, this morning. Um, so. This is going to be completely centered around Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, um, and afterwards they're actually doing a treehouse. Um, Do you like the treehouses? Uh, I don't really ever pay any attention to them, in all honesty. Yeah. I usually just read like a summary of them afterwards, but um, if you're into it, basically it's kind of like a, like a let's play with uh, some of the devs and whatnot, and right. they are playing, uh, I believe, Super Smash Bros., uh, Pokemon Let's Go, uh, the new Yoshi, and there was one other one. Um, but anyway, so this new, uh, or this Direct Tomorrow, uh, it's kind of comes at a bad time for us to change what day we're going to start doing the show on, <laughs> but how we are going to combat that is have a mini-sode on Friday. And I know what you're thinking, uh, we said that about Red Dead, and... It didn't happen. I'm sorry. But guess but what? It's this time, we were playing too much Red Dead. <laughs> we were playing too much Red Dead. <laughs> but this time, uh, uh, we will absolutely have a mini-sode for you guys out on Friday. Uh, yeah. We'll record, record on Thursday and put it out on Friday and get you all of that news and 
a summary of what happened during this direct and what all is coming to smash and right. whether or not the whole uh, the Grinch leak from last week is true or not. So. Yeah, and I think we eventually do want to do some minisodes um, that will be for not just like the Nintendo Directs, but, you know, different different announcements that companies are going to be doing. We'll do some yeah. little minisodes. Um, I think we'll, like, I have also wouldn't mind getting down it's not going to be like a, a frequent thing. I think it's going to be like once in a blue moon kind of thing. Um, obviously at the schedule of a lot of these companies, but uh, on top of that, I, I think what I'd like to do is, you know, even some cool mini sods where it's like what we think is the best, you know, gaming controller of all time. You know, right. what we think is the worst gaming controller time, but that's also something where just we'll some sync fun up. list type. Yeah. Well. And yeah. that's, that's where I think we're also sync it up with like our YouTube and stuff like that eventually. But right. you know, you can expect that for the future of the podcast. On top of the uh, Nintendo Direct news for tomorrow, or today, sorry, um, there will also be, or rumor has it, that there is going to be another Direct later in the month of November that will cover uh, other IPs and things. Um, And that makes sense. So it won't be so Smash Bros. focused, and probably won't even mention Smash Bros. in all honesty. Right. Um, Which is good, because a lot of people have been... Craving another Nintendo Direct, but uh, and are sick of the Smash Bros. ones. But I think at this point that we kind of have to have a Smash Bros. Uh, Direct before the game actually comes out. Oh yeah, considering absolutely. There's a that whole game sense. mode we don't know anything about, and more characters and things like that. So yeah. So but yes, tomorrow will be sm- or the the episode on Friday will be very very Smash heavy and just covering what they're talking about during the Direct. It should be short, sweet, get in, get out. Yeah, I think and, it uh, get you probably the news be you like need. a 15 or, honestly, I think 20-minute episode where we just kind of give right. our opinions on it. Um, so with this question, I, I got to ask you, dude, um, do you think that this leak is, is, is completely true? Do you think there's maybe some stuff missing? Um, I think... I think at least part of it is true. Otherwise, I don't Ooh. think they would have hurried so quickly to get in here and what get part? a direct out for it. Um, I mean, as far as the characters go, I, I who's who knows whether all of them are true, but I would say at least a handful of them are true, considering that Nintendo is trying to get this direct out quickly. Um, I think that this direct may have happened later initially until this leak came out, and so now they kind of may have moved it forward a little bit to we, get on top of this and make an official announcement. Are we sure about that, though? Because, I mean, it, it launches December 7th. It's not far away. No, I, 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 I think maybe... I think they only pushed it forward like a week, if anything. I think it would have been... Um, Probably right around the time Let's Go or uh, Pokemon Let's Go is getting ready to come out, mm-hmm. or Let's Go Eevee or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So I maybe not. Maybe this was the initial date for it. But I bet you, um, I, I bet you it's an initial date. And I think, like in the past with leaks, I think Nintendo's kind of tactic, from what I've seen from business perspective, is cool. Let there be leaks. Whatever. Just keep on yeah. schedule. Yeah. I guess I kind of pictured it coming out um, maybe on the eighth. So a week from tomorrow. Or yeah, today, like a thirty-day outlook before. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Launch, like yeah. exactly a month before, or pretty much exactly a month mm-hmm. before it comes out. Right. Um, so they may have pushed it forward, maybe not. But yeah. either way, the the timing is both convenient and kind of uh, a coincidence all at the same time. You know, because I mean, obviously they were going to have to do another direct at some point. Right. Um, 
but it does seem very odd that it's coming out like a week, exactly a week after the leaks came out, which is could could be just Has sheer coincidence. Yeah, man, it came out like really? last Thursday like or last Friday. Yeah, the 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 leak for the uh, with the Grinch and all that good stuff yeah. in there. Yeah. Oh wow. No, I I mean I thought that was like forever ago. That's crazy. Yeah. Time so. for once is slow. Holy crap. Right. Yeah. You've been in Red Dead Land, man. I know, right? Holy crap, man. <laughs> um, do we? So, do you think that that's all the characters that are, that are in there? Because I'll give you my thought. My thought is that they they announced yeah, something that nobody sees. Yeah, um, I'm I'm sure. And I think there's a pleasant surprise. I think there will be a pleasant surprise. I think they're going to go into uh, the story mode that we are assuming is going to be in there. That is uh, that was blurred out in one of the directs. Do you, do you remember seeing that in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is awesome because the last one that had a story mode, I mean, I guess it's kind of a story it's mode. Brawl. But yeah, it was Brawl. And, I mean, it's pretty decent. Yeah. The story yeah, modes was, really are I just mean, it was kind fun. of, you know, like a little side-scroller, like, oh, now there's right. a fight. And then it's kind of but, it, and then some platforming. Uh, it was uh, some internet sleuths figured out that that is called Spirits or Spirit uh, mode. So I assume we're going to hear about that tomorrow. I assume we are going to get. I think the hand makes a comeback. Oh, definitely. There's no the way the hand character maybe you can play. I doubt it. I, I hope not. Honestly, I don't a, want a that. But maybe just a thumb. Just like a baby. Hand. Just a thumb. <laughs> Introducing like, like the thumb. baby hand from Deadpool. Yeah, like no, like you, <laughs> you, you, you fuck somebody up, and it just goes like it does a do 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 for like the win, and then it goes winner thumb. <laughs> I mean, I guess I kind of hope that doesn't happen, but no, I'd be awesome. Um, no, and so I think we'll see at least most or any of the characters that they are going to announce before the game comes out. I would not be surprised if maybe there's a few hidden characters well, there's inside be the DLC. game. That'd be really cool. Yeah, there's and there's DLC. absolutely we'll, we'll, going to be DLC. And we'll talk about that later as well with Nintendo. Right. But yeah, like, I mean, I, I think this will be a smash where we see a lot of DLC characters come into play. I th- Oh, I'm sure. And I I think right now the speculation is that maybe the first wave of DLC will be announced at Game Awards. Um, really? As, as their little That's tidbit. That's not too far yeah. away either. That's this month, no. right? Or yeah. December? I, uh, it's November 13th, maybe? Yeah, uh, I'm like going to have to look it up. Um, but, yeah, no, you know, I, I think... Um, I think there will definitely be some DLC and some stuff that obviously isn't going to be announced before the game comes out, but I'd be, I'd be happy to see, you know, maybe a couple surprise characters in the game that they don't announce ahead of time, just as a nice little kind of cherry on top. But yeah, for sure. If it doesn't happen, I'm obviously not going to be disappointed. There's a shitload of characters in this game. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Besides Slippy and Tingle, you know who I want to see? I want to see Captain Toad. (laughs) Captain Toad. I think a Captain Toad would be a really cool yeah. character. Uh, Game Awards is December sixth. Okay. So, so wow. So yeah. that's, that's a lot of Nintendo news, right? That's I mean that's Smash. Um, let's and that would little, be the day before uh, Smash comes out. Let's take our little bets here of what we think uh, the next direct is going to have in it. Um, my thoughts is obviously no Smash. I think it's going to focus. Is this yeah. next direct would be after? Let's go Pikachu and Eevee, or would it be before? Uh, that would. I would imagine it's going to be after. Okay, so uh, my thing on that is I bet Eevee you, or 
there's some DLC. Eevee comes out the what the fourteenth. Yeah, I bet you there's some DLC or something for Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee that they'll announce yeah. that'll come out either holiday season or after holiday season. Um, yeah. I think you're gonna see a lot of bundle stuff yeah. where they announce like some I holiday bundles so. and stuff like that. Because um, I so I forget what report I was reading today, but sales are slowing for the Switch right now. Yeah, yeah, because we had that conversation this last go, and I was saying it was probably getting close to thirty mil, and it's actually at almost twenty three million. Yeah, it's, sales. it's slowed down significantly now. Obviously, you know, you put Smash out there; that's a huge console seller, right? Um, even the Pikachu stuff, like those Pokemon games, are system sellers um, for some people. I don't think as big as like a Smash, but right. you know, they'll do they'll do justice for them. But I think they'll do pretty well. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll pick up. But yeah, I think you'll see a lot bigger push for for bundles and stuff like that. Um, I think maybe a bigger push on Labo uh, for consumer. I think it'll be like the one last push on a consumer level. Yeah. Because um, let's face it, the, the reason for the Labo in the classroom, like we talked about a couple a couple of episodes ago, was um, not just for the use in the education system, which is a, a huge industry to get into in terms of revenue, but also it's if a kid's playing with something in the classroom, they're going to come home and say, Mom, Dad, I want you know this cardboard piano. You want it at home, right. At home. And I mean, how are you going to sit there and say, my kid's enjoying school? What am I going to buy this thing for him and that he enjoys at school? Right. Like, what the yeah. hell? And then you have to buy a system for it, too, right? So, um, you know, that's all awesome. But, yeah, I think I think in my end, I think a Labo thing. I think some DLC for, for Pokemon Go. I think you're going to see, like, some ports, like some cool port, uh, I think, come to the come to the Switch. I think a big game. A big game will be ported yeah. to it. Um, I don't know which one. Um, I, You know what? I think it'll be a big online game ported. Really? Yeah, because I, I think they want to... I, I don't think Nintendo Online is doing so great for them. And I think they, they're they going to want... I'm not saying Overwatch, but like... I think there's a title that would be Starts online multiplayer. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know shit all. I'm just saying yeah, like I, I, I think just like a multiplayer online... Something that's gonna hook on to Nintendo Online. I want people to actually sit there and be like, "Yeah, you know, I, I want to figure this out. I want to do this. Right. You know, I want to go purchase this. I want to get this done because you know my friends are gonna play this. And I want to be able to play this on the go. Because that's the thing, right? Is all those ports have been, oh shit, you know, I've never been able to play Diablo on the go, right? Right? Like, and that's awesome. So, um, and then yeah, I, I think just you know, a bunch of indie titles. I think. We are going to see something on either Metroid Prime 4 or Bayonetta 3. Nothing, I don't think it's going to be anything crazy, but I do think we will see something. I bet you it's more Bayonetta and I bet you they save Metroid for like literally Duty 3. Yeah, that's kind of my my thinking as well. Um, But uh, I think we'll see something Bayonetta. um, And... But they they do kind of most of these directs have been kind of focused on things that are coming soon, mm. so maybe we don't see anything on that. Maybe that's something they push back for either um, maybe some game awards type thing, or maybe it it makes yeah, it until next a, year. But could be around GDC time too. I mean GDC is yeah, in, in March, so you know there could be a little yeah. bit of things. But mostly the stuff that leaks out in GDC is generally like DLC and ports right. and remaster. Like it's not. You know, game breaking news. Big but, announcement, yeah, right. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know what I want to be announced always on Nintendo Direct. 
Double Dash. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Done read my mind with Slippy. Oh yeah, Slippy DLC. Yeah. Slippy uh, and Tingle. That's oh, right. Yeah, um, yeah. It's the Slippy and Tingle's Big Adventure DLC pack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh oh Jesus! Whatever it is, I think like the Switch. Uh, I think the Nintendo Directs going forward are gonna be good. By the way, like, do you remember like when they said that they're just gonna do Directs now? They weren't gonna do these big events, and they were, they were gonna do these video based things. And everyone's kind of like, "Oh, that's so weird." It works so well now. It's amazing. Like, it was way ahead of its time. I would love, I would love for Xbox to do something similar to this. Yeah. And PlayStation. Yeah, I think these are great. I mean. There's definitely plenty of cringeworthy shit in it, but whatever, oh, you know, yeah. some of the announcement shit. But I think for the most part, it it's smooth. They post it up and, well, you know, whenever I get a chance, a I, of, I take, take all, 30 minutes and watch the damn yeah, thing. And, and they've got away from a lot of the, the weird stuff and it's just kind of yeah. down to kind of like, here's gameplay. Right. You know, and you've got the the guy who's translating the video, which is generally done in Japanese first. And then in English, and the guy translated Kirby's epic yarn. I mean, it's like, <laughs> oh man, good lord! But yeah, I think it works, and everyone's so judgmental on it. But it's one of those things where I think Nintendo, in many ways, can see the future in terms of consumers and and how they want to get their stuff. And and watching a video is obviously a lot better than um, watching some weird announcement on stage or just a you know release. Like I would, I would love like something like what Microsoft's getting into with all the like project cloud X and all that kind of stuff or X cloud. I forget which one it is, but um, you know, like that's something that would have been a fantastic little like live stream. Yeah. Just a quick live stream. Show me it working, you know, show me how I want to use it, stuff like that. But it says an article and like a quick, like two minute video. And it's like, mm, I read like you get into it, you know, and like you have a community manager, you know, major Nelson. It's like, like get in on that, I man. I think the only reason they didn't do that is I think they're trying not to give too much information yet. I think yeah. it's still like a, hey, this is coming, but, but this we're not going to tell you I mean, much this about it new right technology, now. really. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at even Steam. Steam's doing this, you know, locally within your own home through your network for, you know, from Steam like, to the Steam box Steam to your box. television. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's. It, it's porting it's having one machine do the performance and streaming simply to the other device right so it, it's uh you know it's not new technology but I, I don't know like even for like i they have so much stuff separated out like xbox has like major nelson does the 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 videos for games with gold and does like your xbox update like weekly update so i guess they kind of have something but i'd almost be down for like you know a quarterly here's an xbox update and just like recap all my stuff like i don't watch every weekly update right like and i don't watch every games with gold thing i mean we know a lot now because we have a freaking podcast about this right but if we didn't have a freaking podcast kind of about job. this we wouldn't know yeah it's kind of our job so if we didn't have this though i probably wouldn't know a lot of this stuff if i didn't have to keep up on it you know i i know a lot of that or i used to know a lot of it even before we started doing this podcast just because of reddit yeah. I just happen to be scrolling through Reddit and it would pop up. But if, if for whatever reason it didn't make it to the front page or whatever, of, yeah, you of wouldn't my, see it. Uh, yeah, I'd never know. Right, like a but. recap, like a quarterly recap would be fantastic, and then announce some new stuff. Right. right, like this is what's coming to Game Pass. Oh, cool, great. Like, and this is what you missed out on. <laughs> you know, yeah. like make sure you hit up this month for this, and you're like, shit, I can't miss this month. Um, 
anyways, beyond all that, yeah. So Nintendo Direct, it's gonna be awesome. Um, Super Smash. We're gonna hear find from it. us again on Friday. Yeah, you can hear from us again on Friday. Um, hopefully, we've got some. You know, our minds are blown, and there's some additional things added to this, and uh, we get a, a deeper dive and a deeper look into Super Smash. So excited for that. Uh, other piece of news: Red Dead Redemption is is selling like hotcakes, which we new big fucking shocker yeah um so red dead redemption 2 uh has achieved uh entertainment's biggest opening weekend of all time so this is across all mediums um of entertainment movies music television stuff like that uh red dead redemption sold 725 million dollars is all us uh in worldwide retail sales over the game's first three days putting it behind only gta 5 which achieved over 1 billion in its first three days um, so this is kind of the, uh, the list of records the game has broken so far. So, so far it has the biggest opening weekend in retail sell through across all entertainment releases. It's the second biggest launch, uh, three days in retail sell through across all entertainment releases. It's the biggest entertainment launch of 2018, the most pre-ordered full game ever on PlayStation network, the biggest day one full game sales ever on PlayStation network and the biggest first three days full game sales ever on PlayStation Network as well. Um, that's insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's good for them. absolutely crazy. I mean, they, 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 they made their money back in three days. They spent five years on something or, or eight years on something and made it back in three days. Yeah. Yeah, it's unreal. That's man. incredible. I, and they deserve every freaking penny of this. Do you think this outsells GTA 5 in totality or no? If if you were to look at because GTA Five is what six or seven years now, if you I think take it's, that, I think it's, I think it's six, yeah. So six if you years. so six years from now, does Red Dead Redemption Two outsell GTA Five? I am going to, to say day. no. Okay. I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll be GTA Five. I agree with you. I on think that. it will definitely solidify its place in probably number two. Number two for yeah, sure, yeah. but I don't think it will knock down GTA Five. I don't think anything will until GTA uh, the next GTA. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Because <laughs> thematic, thematically, I mean, you can connect with GTA Five. Um, right. You know, in multiple avenues. Not to say that Red Dead right. is like singular, but if you don't like westerns, you're not gonna like Red Dead Redemption. Right. It, it like has a, a little bit more of yeah. its own like special market, but at the same time, I mean, even people who don't care about westerns are still buying this game, but right. there is still that accessibility of GTA because it is it, it's just in a big city. Like whether it replicates LA or whatever, well, like also it's been still a big city, games. it's still people, right. There's also been five games of it and this is only the second one. So, you know, it's it's yeah. also uh it is more of established brand comparative to Red Dead Redemption, even though it's scary to say that Red Dead Redemption is not as an established brand as Grand Theft Auto and these are at sales, but right. um, you know, it is a, it is I a bigger brand. It's absolutely amazing to me that a Western game, like actually like a shoot 'em up cowboy style mm-hmm. game is getting this much attention. Not and I think if anybody else did it other than Rockstar, there's not a chance in hell it would get that kind of attention. Well, not only that, um, a single player game as well. Because yeah, right now there's no multiplayer player for this. Hey man, we've already talked about this. Single oh, player games are dead. Yeah. Yeah, single player <laughs> games are so dead. Yeah. Oh. This has been one hell of a year for single player games. And uh I think that argument is 
pretty well dead at that point. Oh, it's bullshit. I, the, yeah, it's the complete next bullshit. Year, it was bullshit then when they said yeah, it, but at yeah. the same time, now... Next I mean, year, we'll see a ton of them. Yeah. You had three giant games this year that said, hold my fucking beer, and <laughs> came out with Spider-Man, God of War, and uh, Red Dead, and just blew it out of the water. Yeah. Just absolutely amazing. So. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... You know, it's 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 pretty crazy. Um, speaking of single player games, this this surpassed me, um, and I sent you a, a a text message that said the Lord has cometh uh, to the link <laughs> of it. But Medieval is is getting a remake, um, and they showed gameplay of it today, and it looks great. It looks fantastic. See, I didn't know you didn't know that because when we were talking about the PlayStation Classic yesterday, or sorry, not yesterday on uh, Tuesday show. Yeah, I brought up. Uh, you said something about it not being on there, and I, I kind of just blew it off without even thinking about it. But uh, yeah, no. There, so that's why it's not on there. That this was being remade. Um, last week, maybe. Okay. Maybe yeah, last I, that like totally Thursday or Friday. The radar. So I don't. Maybe it's Red Dead. I think the the Smash League kind of smothered it. I I think for the most part it yeah. just kind of went under the radar. Yeah, like I didn't said, even know but... about it, but I saw the gameplay today. Love the gameplay. Character looks fantastic. Looks super true to its original. Uh, I'm I, this is gonna sell so well. Like there's so many people that love this game, and I love like, dude. Honestly, like if I I think I might pick up a PlayStation from the studio next time I'm up there. And and take it back to my my apartment literally just to get this <laughs> game. Like I it's 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 so cool. Like I I played so much of this game, man, back in the day on the original PlayStation. Yeah. And uh, to see it in like its full glory and like it looks. I mean, not to bash any job that like the Crash Bandicoot remake was done, but um, this looks better. Like the, the way that it's been done, it's being developed by Other Ocean, um, which are the the dudes that created iDarb, um, and uh, which is a pretty simplistic game. Um, and in this yeah. instance, you know, obviously it shows that you know their technical capabilities uh, to be able to do other things. But I think this looks better than than the Crash uh, remake, even like from a from a graphical perspective and just kind of how true it keeps. Like even the jumping and stuff like that is, is true to like the original in many ways where it's kind of like goofy and over-exaggerated and, yeah. you know, it's, it's oh, I can't wait. I will tell you that Crash is very uh, true to the original jumping as well because it's fucking awful <laughs> and absolutely frustrating. Yeah. Good God. Well, but, hey, no, I never played Medieval. terrible for that. It's like yeah. you would jump and it would like the 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 exclusive. There's ones. a little delay, or no, yeah. it's not even that. It's just like you jump and like your character does the fucking splits, and like you're not, and they're doing it like the <laughs> other way. They're not doing it like you know, front like in one leg in the front, way. one leg in the back. Right. It's like one foot to the left and one foot to the right, and you're like, okay, so where the fuck am I right now? Right in the middle of the right. air. Oh, so don't hate Lord. me, but I never played medieval. Oh my god! What? Like I said, I, I at that point in time when that game came out, I was a big uh, Nintendo guy. So no, was, man, you got to try it out through the N64. Yeah. When this comes out, man, I highly recommend picking it up. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, it's just such a cool premise um, uh, of a game. And uh, I had a hell of a lot of fun with it when I was a kid. And I, 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 I played it. I'm not putting rose colored glasses on too. Cause I played it like probably a couple months ago as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
the, the original, and yeah, I still had a blast with it. It's a really good game. It's fantastic. I, I think it was a it was a launch title on the oh, on the it? PlayStation Classic. Yeah. All right, so moving on from there, uh, the feds are actually helping us out for once, right? Yeah, for <laughs> for video <laughs> so, games, yeah. For video games, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, so we just found out that uh, U.S. feds are allowing DRM cracking, which uh, DRM stands for Digital Rights Management, uh, to preserve abandoned internet-based games. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is effective as of Sunday uh, that abandoned games that normally required an internet connection to the original developer servers can now be legally preserved by official third parties thanks to other exemptions in the DMCA. Um, before this decision, there was an exemption that allowed third parties to break the DRM, the digital rights management, of, ma of games that did not require internet connection in order to preserve them. Uh, this does not allow just anyone to break the DRM, only people or companies that have legally acquired a, a copy sorry, of the game server code as well as its local client code can do so. Uh, the copyright offices view this as fair use uh, and claim that it will not hurt sales due to these games already being abandoned by the company. So um, before this, there was a big argument of uh, it could hurt sales and this and that, but the whole thing here is with an online game, if the server shut down, obviously the game has been abandoned, so there's not really any sales going on. I mean, um, right. so... Uh, they're calling it uh, fair use because they, they want games to be, I guess they probably don't necessarily care, but uh, diehard gamers and uh, historians who care about gaming uh, want games to be preserved and um, well, otherwise, you know. You yeah, know, and absolutely. I mean, right. it, it, games are a form of art, and uh, any game that gets lost, whether it's good, bad, whatever, or mediocre, well, I mean, well, there's still a sense of history and telling of a story. I mean, look at look at E.T. from uh, back on, what was that, Atari? Yeah, the Atari yeah? 2600 yeah. where they put them all in a dump. The absolute, yeah, the absolute worst game ever created, and... It is so well known by gamers or diehard gamers just because mm -hmm. it has such a story behind it. So, yeah. and I think that's just something that is awesome to see that uh, somebody else cares enough, right. despite just gamers caring, uh, to yeah. uh, to actually preserve this history. So. Well, I, I think it's also to uh, consumer rights. I think is is part of it too. Like if you go right. a pick, like let's face it, most of the games in the last like three or four years have been heavily online based. And so if you go pick up a game at like a flea market or something like that, there's a good chance that you can only play half the game, you know, like to its full features, um, you know, add into what's being done now. And most games require, you know, a connection in some way, shape or form. And so this is something right. where, you know, maybe 20 years from now, someone has a Fortnite servers. Now, my guesstimate with this is that it's, it's going to be just, you know, when these games go to the graveyard and, and the companies are done with it, they'll just publicly release and open source the, you know, the server code. Um, right. If they feel the need that they want to, there's still an option here where they don't have to do shit, and then nobody can access it, right? right. Like, they, yeah, they, they still it, have to have still, the legal yeah. rights. Right? It has to be an official third party that's designated from the, um, you know, the company. So, like, if EA shuts down Battlefield One in the next 25 years, okay, then you know they have to say, here, Jeff, your company is the one that's going to be running the server technology for this and the back end for it. Okay, cool. 
Um, but in most cases, they're not going to do that. I mean, it's either going to be right. sold off properties and like bankruptcy deals and stuff like that, in which case if it's sold off and I bought the rights to it, then yeah, I can just release it, which is awesome. Um, or, you know, it turns into something where, you know, it goes bankrupt, nobody buys it and it just kind of sits there. So there's still a, a lot of, it's not like it's a, a be all end all to, Hey, we can just run this game. And I think a lot of people honestly are going to take it that way. Um, as just, Hey, I can just run this server. Okay, cool. Great. Like, right. No, no, you can't. You have to like, has to be official, but if you're going to go through official third party, that means that, like, I mean, what company's going to do that if the game's right. not doing that much, right? So I think it's kind I of think, a... Yeah, I think the big thing here is is just for for the rights to be able to be taken, I guess, and right. to be able to break that um, if the need arises or, you know, mm-hmm. um, if somebody goes through and starts cataloging games and, and just to make a, a history of them, I, I think... Yeah. I think that's more where it's going to apply than, oh, yeah. than something else. Oh, I don't. Dude, I, I don't think fantastic. it's going to be something where somebody goes in and you know revives servers and this and that for games that are long gone. Well, I mean, stuff like that happens. But yeah, uh, and what's crazy yeah. too is like in my like in my experience with what I work with, like I work with old games um, and retro titles and stuff like that. And when a company goes bankrupt, it's like a fire sale, dude. And it's like, it's a right. fucking mess. Like it is, it's unorganized. It's a disaster. And finding source code to things and stuff like that is, is insane. You know, so if this helps right. in a situation, hey, that's, it's one piece of the puzzle that's, that's solved, right? Because you would not believe where we find some of our source code. Like just yeah. from random people. <laughs> you know, we once found right. source code to a game that I won't disclose, but we, weren't, we found source code once to a game on a server that was sold in a like liquidation sale and that server <laughs> like that that storage array was found in a thrift shop in Boston some lawyer who was a kind of like avid gamer or whatever purchased that because he saw on the side that it belonged to a certain company booted it up <laughs> and found source code on it and contacted us like that's the kind of crazy shit that goes down and that's it like that's what it's been like and obviously like times have changed a lot with technology so like stuff has become right. a lot easier where you know like i'm talking about games from like you know all the way back from like snes and like n64 to like you know gamecube like that stuff a lot of that's been lost or just shredded or not properly stored and and then companies a lot of companies have died since you know during those system, the, during those, you know, those times, and and yeah, like we found one like that. I've had people just DM me on Twitter, and just be like, "Hey, I've got this." <laughs> and like we we've been, you know, we actively look for it in our back room and in our storage, in source, and like we can't find anything. All we find is like QA discs, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, I got it." It's like, "Where'd you get that?" Like, "Oh, I know a friend who had an uncle who worked for so and so, and." he did the roof of this guy's house and this guy worked for this company and he knew a guy that did the programming. And before he got <laughs> fired, he took all the hard drives out of it. And he's had this source code in his basement for 17 years. I think that you should start a show called like video game pickers based it off of like oh, the American pickers oh, where dude, they I'm just gonna go. Give and a, like... <laughs> I'm going to give a plug here because there is a, I, I mean, I guess I'm more like there's obviously gaming historian. He does a fantastic right. job on YouTube. Oh, man, yeah, is absolutely. absolutely brilliant. Um, and then, but if you want like a, a show like American Pickers, but for video games, 
go on YouTube, look up uh, a channel called The Game Chasers. I have watched The Game Chasers for like oh, four you told me or about five them. I still years. haven't watched them. Dude, I'm I sorry. can't stress enough. I, I've watched them for probably four or five years. I've watched them go from a small subscriber base. They only have like 120,000 subscribers. Like these guys deserve like a million subscribers, dude, easily. Not only the production value that they put into their shows, like they have like full-blown like 30-minute episodes on these things. Um, and yeah, they find a lot of crazy stuff. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big retro guy and they found like copies, copies of like Cheetah Men um, uh, for the SNES and they, they find... You know, like uh, uh, like just insane games in the, in the middle of nowhere. They found like cabinets at old toy shops or whatever. Like they found, they went to a mall in in the middle of like somewhere in Texas, which is like where they live, and uh, they went to an abandoned mall or something that turned into like a flea market on the weekends. And they went to like a back room when they weren't supposed to, and they found like N sixty four cabinets, and they make deals for them, and they buy them, and they like refurb them and stuff. And they also have like other videos. Nice. I can't stress them enough. Like start That's at awesome. like season one. And work your way up. It's they have like I think they have seventy eight or eighty episodes alone of just the game chaser stuff, and then everything else in between is hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, you told me about so them probably a month ago. Yeah, and I, I, I cannot recommend. Enough. And I forgot about. I, I don't it. even. I do not know why they don't have as many listeners. And I hope you know one day that this podcast is 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 decently popular. And if they're not popular by that that time, like I I'd, I'd love to have them on the show. Oh, um, and if they are popular here's by the time I'd still thing. like to have them on the show life comes full circle so like I watched these guys before I was even in like college okay and yeah. what I do now is yeah, I work in video games um, and I work specifically with retro titles and I have seen them pick some of our games and talk about them and I'm like <laughs> holy shit like I could reach out to these guys and talk to them about a lot of this stuff and kind of give them the history on the background of this stuff. And I'd love to do that one day. And I, I hope I get the chance to do that. But it's just kind of weird. Like life comes around, you know, full circle in many ways. And you kind of just sit there and step back and be like, man, if like, you know, 14 year old or 15 year old Jeffrey could sit here and look at himself right now and be like, yeah, not only did you watch those guys, but like they're talking about your shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that you work with on a daily basis That'd like be i wild. it'd be insane it's insane so but yeah i mean i'd love to i have to figure some stuff out and, and look at the legalities of it but i mean if i can talk about some cool stuff and just i'd love to do a show one time where you know someone picks my brain or I, you know you pick my brain about stuff and, and just go through some scenarios of like how we found source code and like the story behind a lot of things like there's a lot of crazy stuff dude when it when it comes to um video games that a lot of people don't know about like um Here's a great one, real quick one. So there's a company called uh, Mirsoft, right? Um, and Mirsoft originally had, um, I believe they had the rights to Tetris. Um, and they ended up selling that. But they, they created Tetris and they had the rights to it. Um, and they created it for Nintendo. Uh, I believe under a work for hire or contract and they had like a royalty split on it. And like I said, it, it got sold off later. But the guy who owned Mirsoft um, got into some pretty shady stuff, like the CEO. And like some mob stuff went down and they found him, I believe dead on a boat, like shot in the head or dead or something like that in the middle of a lake in Arizona or something like that or in the Bahamas, Damn. something because basically what he had done is he had done a lot of shareholder stuff, all these different things. Arizona or Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Close enough. It's polar opposites. <laughs> um, but um, the one lake in Arizona, 
Um, <laughs> and uh, just just bad luck all in general. No, but he, does, he did a lot of shady shit. And uh, yeah. uh, shareholder stuff got lost. People's money got lost. And they, they found him dead on a boat. And Mirsoft just pretty much collapsed overnight at that point. I mean, Mirsoft had collapsed pre- previous, but... You know, they found out a lot of stuff that was done with that. There, there's so many, you know, crazy things that happen behind the scenes and and, oh, yeah. and with titles and how they're worked on and where the idea came from and, like, you know, who the hell, you know, started things. And just it's it's a weird, wacky industry. And, like, Gaming Historian does a really good job of, of giving the pieces. But I've, there's a lot of, like, skeletons, man, in the yeah. closet with the gaming industry. Um, which is pretty insane, especially when you look back on some of those retro titles and like what was done, um, with them, like, good God, like you want to talk from a claim entertainment perspective, they came up with the, the, the game that killed acclaim entertainment, um, is, uh, BMX triple X. So they had this idea where they were going to be a radical, like they were, they're essentially like trying to be Rockstar before Rockstar really got like heavy into stuff um, of being like kind of rude, crude in, in their GTA series. Um, and they wanted to make a game where you were strippers who did perform BMX tricks. Yeah. Which is a, a terrible idea for a game. <laughs> um, so bad. So, so here's the thing, right? So a lot of those games at the time, there was not digital distribution, right? It was all retail. So they right. came up with this game and Walmart pulled their distribution license. Right. For retail. Overnight tanked the company. Because as soon as you couldn't sell in Walmart, you were dead in the water. Right. Right. Everyone Absolutely. else is gay. All their games were pulled, their license was pulled, everything. So I mean that that's that's part of it. And like if you go deep into that game, like BMX Triple X also there was a strip club in I think Acclaim New York did in Glen Cove was like their headquarters in New York and they had the logo in the game uh, for the strip club was like a strip club that was like across the street from the headquarters or close by in Glen Club, New York. (laughs) And they, they fucking paid for the license to use the name for that strip club. Really? Mm hmm. Huh? To use it in game as like, you know, a strip club. Like it wasn't modeled exactly after it, but it was the name and everything. Like they went deep into it. And that, that, that's single handedly what, what, what honestly killed a claim overnight was getting that distribution, the retail distribution license pulled from them. But you know, I'd love to get into it more one day and, and I'll see what I can yeah. do. But yeah, it could be I, a I fun, mean, uh, mini-sode or stories, man. I doubt it would be much of a mini sode, but that'd be a fun, uh, episode yeah. sometime or yeah, something. Absolutely. Um, on we with other news, goddamn book and people get it on audible. Oh, Oh, maybe I will. <laughs> I'll call it like, uh, Hmm. It'd be like something smart. Yeah, you might have to think about that one for a little Strippers bit. Strippers and bikes. Yep, that was smart. The fall you of nailed a gaming it. empire. <laughs> the fall of a gaming empire. Strippers and bikes. <laughs> Strippers it's and bikes. Smart. Yeah, that makes Damn sense. It. The fall of a video game empire. Oh um, boy. Anyways, on to other news. Uh, uh, Nintendo's <laughs> president. Uh, wants more DLC for Nintendo existing games. Uh, so uh, Shuntaro uh, Furukawa recently interviewed with Bloomberg, uh, and in his, in his interview, uh, Furukawa said, uh, "We need continuous growth. We must keep releasing new software that includes DLCs and other content uh, for big titles that are already out, and more focus on online play. 
Lastly, more genres and diverse games to draw on people who don't currently play on Switch. Uh, you know, Super Mario Odyssey sequel, more Zelda, um, you know, Mario Kart, you know. Nah, nine. man. I think we're going to be getting Super Mario Odyssey DLC. Sometime. I know it's been a long-ass time since it was released, but I Like think... levels? Like a world? Yeah, man. Yeah, I can see that. No, there's and no I, need. If they did well, that, I'd buy it. There's no need for them. Yeah, to absolutely. Because if they come up with a second one, I'm going to buy the fucking second one, too. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I, that's anything. Yeah, right. But I, I think that that uh, his statement there seems to really be, like, screaming at Super Mario Party. Or, su- sorry, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. My bad. Um, mm-hmm. Because Zelda's already had some, whether it was what people wanted or not. It, it has at least had but DLC. But it could have been better. Oh, absolutely. Like, I 100% agree like with the, that. The and Zelda I would love DLC to see... was almost like a Wii U DLC when they, when they yeah. did that. You know, it's like very yeah, it was pretty... minimal stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I would love to see a proper DLC to that. I mean, add like a, a real campaign rather than, you know, going back through and going up against the same challenges just slightly different or whatever but right uh, i'd love to see that obviously i'm a huge zelda fan so i should I, i'm a little biased there but i'd also love to see uh mario odyssey dlc or even uh, if they are not going to give us a new mario kart i would love 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 to see some new uh mario kart support of some sort you know go go ahead and throw in a, a new character a new racer or some new mm-hmm. tracks or something um so yeah i i think the fact that he is talking about you know uh dlc for existing nintendo games i mean hopefully he's talking about other something other than splatoon uh, I feel like Splatoon gets plenty of DLC love right. currently. Yeah, I would like showcase, to see right? something else get a little bit of DLC and a yeah. little bit of love. Yeah, so I've kind of got a different, honestly, uh, outlook on this just from dissecting it. So he says, first of all, you know, we need continuous growth. So he realizes that growth has slowed down for Switch. Right. As well as titles. And I think Nintendo's finally learned, too, that they can't just, like, release a game a year. That's a first-party IP. Like, it's got to be, here's three games that are pieces of Nintendo IP to keep people, you know, sticking around and staying on their Switch like like we discussed on the show last week. Yeah. Um, so that's that part. Uh, we must keep releasing new software that also attaches to that. They're going to need to re- release new software. The software also means, you know, DLC content, stuff like that in the next sentence. He's like, right. that includes DLCs and other contents for big titles that are already out. Awesome, cool. So keep the longevity of titles out. There's no, like, I mean, the dev time to do a DLC pack for Super Mario Odyssey is going to be a lot less than making a whole new fucking Super Mario Odyssey 2, right? Right. So that's awesome. That's great. Um, more Zelda DLC, I think, would be fantastic. You know, no pun intended, would breathe more life into that <laughs> game. Um, but uh, uh, for stuff for Mario Kart 8, I don't think so. I don't think they'll touch Mario Kart 8. Um, they no, I don't Mario necessarily think they will, but I'd be, but I'd be happy Mario to Kart? see it. But the next Mario Kart, I think any game going forward now that's not earned, already currently being developed is going to be heavily, heavily, heavily looked at as, you know, like if Mario Kart right now is in development still, which I'm assuming it is, um, yeah. like the next one, uh, that, you know, they'll have tons of track DLC, tons of, I'm down to have cart DLC. Like, I know yeah. Wii U kind of touched on it a little bit, not a lot. Like, there's three packs of DLC. If they had, like, eight DLC packs, I would have bought them all. 
because Mario Party or Mario Kart, sorry, eventually gets boring in some essence because you're doing the same yeah. cup or the same track. If you give me something every quarter to come back and buy new tracks and win that cup, I will freaking do that, right? Um, he says, uh, you know, more focus on online play. Um, right. You know, obviously, I spoke at the start of this thing where I think in every essence, in every way, Nintendo's going to want to double down on online play, and every company's going to want to do that because... It's a subscription-based service. It is guaranteed revenue month yeah. over month or in one sitting and, and every that gives, single year. That gives me a little bit of hope for Smash Bros. Uh, if they're yeah. definitely going to be focusing on online play, uh, Splatoon's getting up there in age currently. I mean, it's still popular, but it is... And I don't think, obviously, Smash is going to take it out because... They're different styles of games, but right. at the same time, like I think they are going to turn some of their focus towards Smash and really double, mm-hmm. like you said, double down on this and really uh, do something to make online and Smash feel right. Hopefully, yeah, that's, it needs to feel like it would be on hope. Xbox. Absolutely, and because that's the that's the ease. biggest thing. Like. I, I can get on my PlayStation and I can get on my Xbox and yeah, there's slight differences, but for the most part they run the same. You get on Switches online and it's a completely different animal. Like it's not even in the same ballpark. Yeah. And with this statement too, this last sentence, which the, whenever someone uses lastly in front of a sentence, it becomes it's because in their head it means it's an extremely important thing that needs right. to be discussed and they leave it to the very end on it. And it's lastly yep. more genres and diverse games to draw on people who don't currently play on Switch. And that says to me ports. Ports and not just like backdated ports like like older titles that have been out for like a year or two, which would be great that would have online play like an Overwatch on Switch would kill it. But why why ports versus new games? Well, no no, no so I'm getting at that. So okay. if you take if you take a port, the cost is a lot less, right? Uh, to take yeah, an Overwatch that's already existing right. and build into the Nintendo Online system, right? So yeah. I think that they'll want to do that eventually, either an Overwatch or or some big, like I said, you know, multiplayer title going forward. I think Nintendo's going to pay a shit ton to some big developers and 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 pay some money for it to get some big games on the Switch to get people locked into you know Team Switch, like. Yeah, you know who's ever oh, making yeah, the next sure. game that's going to be you know a, a pretty big hit out there, and it's going to have like you know quick little concept announcements and stuff like that. I think Nintendo will jump on it and try to get them, you know, pay for the support for it because they need to. Like they, they need to have people come over from Sony and from Microsoft and and pick that switch up, you know, and play. Like there's an article that went out right. today, um, which is incredible because like we talked about it you know in the last show um, i notice that happening a lot when we talk about it i hear about things like the next day or a couple of days later which is good yeah, yeah what's what's the name for that effect when that happens do you remember i don't know okay uh, uh what no you don't mean like deja vu no that's what we're talking no, about. no 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 there's there's a it's like it's not the mandela or the yeah the mandela effect it's something else um I can't think of what that effect is, but it's basically like you hear something and then for the next like week, it's, it's damn near all you hear about, you know, yeah. or you hear about it a bunch. But so this article anyway. came out where they said that the eShop now has 1200 games and like 500 publishers and about a hundred of them are worth a damn. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's the it, thing, right? So, even. like, so like the article didn't really go into it that deep on it, but it's like that's the title, and it's like, come on, dude. Like, but that's the thing. Like, that's why Nintendo opened it up to get metrics like right. that. And that, oh yeah, a absolutely. bullshit article in there. But we both know the longer they keep accepting this this shit. The longer the eShop stays the way it's staying right now in terms of its user interface and its user design and experience, it, you're not going to be able to find a damn thing except for first party and big you know, Diablo stuff. And that's going to cause a lot of indie places to go, hold on, like I'm just going to dip. Like fundamentally, dude, like Steam has become – like it's becoming a Steam. Like Steam has become a place where just people dump a bunch of stuff on it and like yeah. Steam basically put out a thing I saying, hope somebody hey, buys it. you're just – it's whatever. We're just letting people upload because whatever. And it's like, right. but that's not like when you don't curate, you create a fucking mess of a platform. Right. And, and Microsoft has kind of done a good job curating it. You know, some of the games after they opened up, I think it was two E3s ago, they opened up development on Xbox so that, you know, all retail kits could be, you know, dev kits. And they created it so that, you know, anyone could submit any game. And what did that lead to? It led to a lot of fucking garbage games. And sometimes a garbage game slips through and you can see it. That's fine. But when if, if you curate the stores and a garbage game slips through, the free market will tell you this is a garbage game. Right. And then people won't see it, which is good. That's what the free market is supposed to do. It's supposed to judge the quality to which a customer will pay for something, right? And mm -hmm. deem, deem something as a quality product, right, to spend money on. So, I mean, I guess they got what they wanted because um, that's going to cause a lot of people to be like, holy shit, 500 publishers, 1,200 games. We've got to get on there. But that's amateur hour. Like the, the big right. company is going to sit there and go, 500 publishers, 1,200 games. What are the games? Okay, these are a lot of apps. Okay, yeah. this store doesn't look very well. Okay, so now I have to limit myself to if I'm either going to get exclusivity with Nintendo, that's fine because they're going to they're gonna put me through their marketing machine and I'm going to rise to the top and probably sell a lot and be on eShop. No worries there. If Nintendo promises to help give me marketing support and I'm going to be on the other consoles as well, hey, that's cool. That's great. If I'm Red Dead, yeah, I don't care. You know, if, <laughs> I, if I'm whatever, I don't care. But the little guys in between, like even dude, like even like a Celeste, like, mm -hmm. you know, everyone goes to this mode. You put a Celeste out, how are people going to find it? Right. If there's like 40 games coming to the freaking Switch a week and, you know, three quarters of them are crap. And then, like, it's also what you said, too. Like, I think last episode, you know, you put this stuff out there and, like, you have to do your research now. Like, you, you oh, can't yeah. just go in there and be like, More yeah, this, before. this looks really good and the copy is, oh, oh no, the copy is in broken English. Shit. Right. Uh, and then you go to the screenshots, you're like, oh, this doesn't look good. And before it was like, oh, hey, I can trust that this game that's on my Nintendo, you know, console or whatever console I use, you know, is going to be held to some sort of a standard. And, you know, it might not be the best game in every situation. Like there's games that are always going to be better than other ones. But I, I know I'm at least starting at a, at a, at a base level. At a, there's a bar. There's a minimum bar that's set. And I've yeah. got a feeling for that. And that that's fundamentally going to be torn off. And that is so dangerous because it will make someone buy something and they'll be like, this is shit. I'm never buying anything from eShop again. Right. And then yeah, you lose sales. They're yeah, they're and walking a tightrope right? with all of that. They, yeah. and I, I, I mean, Which is it, weird. in a way, I get it. They were trying to draw people over, but at the same time, I, 
I don't know if they just didn't foresee this or what the hell happened, but no, I they, don't know why they, they did it. They announced it after E3. Like I this know. Year. So yeah. I, I, it was on fire. They fucking sold like tw- like what twenty million units. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And but it's just. To, to announce that you want this many games coming per week and this and that, and it's just that you're opening yourself up to all that bullshit. Yeah. And, well, and you're it was such see, a like, Japanese sex games on this thing. Dude, there there was like the a week or two <laughs> after that, there was like oh, a. Oh shit, run. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was like a. Um, like a sex. Uh, phone line type thing, yeah. On there, like, like an app, like a simulated. A like, why? Why is this here? This has no business here, and it was just. I don't. They opened themselves up to this, which is unfortunate. Um, why they did it? Um, it, I don't know. They, they surely they had to have had some foresight to know this was gonna happen, but apparently not. Bro, there is no reason why they should have done this. No, absolutely not. And in in the past, Nintendo has been known for Strict. vetting their eShops oh very my God, well. Dude, as a developer, if you want to get your thing on Nintendo, like they have to be like up until this point, they've had to be interested in it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and like, if they didn't care, but they don't want uh, you, you're just screwed, but Right. Now they've now every swinging dick has a game on the fucking eShop, man, and it's just <laughs> It's just awful. I, I, <laughs> have oh, you never God. heard that before? <laughs> no, that's freaking oh, awesome. Sorry. <laughs> every Welcome swing to Indiana, my every friend. swinging dick? Yeah, man. Like everybody and their brother? No? I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you ever heard this anybody would say everyone and their pet goat. Right, right. Yeah. But. <laughs> swinging dick. Anyway, yes, every swinging dick. <laughs> a little you're learning some of the uh, the Indiana lingo huh yeah it's gonna but help me anyway <laughs> does, does uh, everybody like this game Jeff oh every swing and dick every does. swing and dick got this game <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are the more we talk about this we are just losing listeners uh, oh yeah by the second <laughs> by the second but uh, yeah I, they just I hated when they announced it, mm-hmm. and the longer it goes on, the more I hate it because it's just. Uh, have you been on the eShop recently? Yeah, it's terrible. It's a mess, absolute. It's mess. fucking terrible. Like it's I, just... I don't even. And it's like one of those things where like, oh well, you're just using a handheld mode. No, the fucking console mode is terrible. The console mode right. is a blown up version of what is hell, Impossible. Right. <laughs> Right. And like, just, I'm not trying to bash Nintendo. Like, it's, it's no. I, I really like them. It's just like, holy shit, man. Like, I, I couldn't even imagine the um, the, the vast uh, amount of products that they could be selling, the massive amount of revenue they could do from just a rejig of the fucking UI. Yeah. For the eShop. Like, it feels like a Nintendo DS. Like, not a 3DS. It feels like a Nintendo DS the eShop. DS, yeah. It's crazy. And if... Uh... And if they just give me themes, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you really want themes. I want them. Too. I do want themes. Maybe I, theme I'm, DLC. I like I like my shit customized, man. Maybe it'll be theme DLC. <laughs> there you go. Crazy. Uh, hey, um, just a side note before we wrap it up here. Uh, the Apple event happened, and normally I wouldn't bring up Apple, but something interesting happened. So that the iPad Pro was announced. And yeah. their chip in the iPad Pro is actually performs better than an Xbox One X. 
Really? From a technical perspective, yeah, yeah. Uh, Apple's <laughs> from a uh, Apple gets a bad rap all the time um, in terms of features like software features, which I get. Be, I mean, I'm using yeah. Android right now. Uh, I'm kind of like a unicorn. I've used Apple <laughs> and I've used Android, and I, I flip flop back and forth. Like I don't really care um, at this point. Um, like I, I had like a Samsung Galaxy S3, and then I went to iPhone for the for a long time, and I went back to the Galaxy, and I actually might get a Pixel. Yeah. Uh, next, but uh, their chip hardware is incredible, and their OS is a lot less demanding than that of like Windows and stuff like that. Right. Any other, even Android, like most Android phones you're looking at now, they have to put like you know eight gigs of fucking RAM in them so that they can, you know, run the, run the operating system with the chip properly. And then you're just draining a ton of, you know, energy from that memory. But, uh, yeah, like they basically said the Xbox one X and I'm making a bold prediction here. I am going to say that in the next, for all intents and purposes right now, Apple is a game company, right? Like mobile, the mobile market overtakes, you know, console by a large amount. Like if you actually look at what is spent, especially in free to play based on mobile, it makes a crap ton of money. Um, yeah. And I think Apple will get into home based gaming, like console based gaming in the next two to three years. I, I think, think so. It, yeah. I think if you dude video like so you had crypto right you had weed stock the next thing is video games in my mind for fads and i know people are like well what do you mean it's a fad video games like from a business perspective i think video games like people know that you can make a lot of money off it like esports right now is a fad right now for let's say business investors like esports is awesome i don't think esports itself is a fad in the esports community but i i think like any business jumps on, you know, anything that says the word esports in it. Um, but uh, for gaming, I think it's really showing, uh, and especially now that the technologies are to get into subscription-based models um, and multi-device, like con- same content distributed on numerous devices and streamed to different devices. You know, Apple could easily get. You know, Apple's got Fortnite. Like the App Store has Fortnite on it. Google Play has Fortnite. You know, like, uh, it or sorry, Google Play does not. It's or yeah, yeah, no, both do not, right? Or is it Apple that has uh, Fortnite? <clears throat> sorry, it is on Apple because Apple does not allow third-party yeah. uh, websites. Whereas on Google, you download Google Play. The, yeah, you have to go website. through Epic's yeah. website. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they've got like Fortnite on that, right? Uh, they got yeah. PUBG on it as well. You yep. think about that, and you think about putting your iPhone into a dock that plugs to a TV and you have a controller and you have a console. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're going to go. And I think Apple, I mean, they kind of tried to do that, the Apple TV, but I don't really think anyone cares about the Apple TV anymore. If you can just make a dock no. where I can plug my iPad or my iPhone into it, or, you know, you make a TV where I can just wirelessly transmit this stuff to full screen, um, and, and play on that. Um, you know, that's a, that's a huge sell. And I think that they'll get into more diverse games and more stricter games. There's no reason as to why they shouldn't. They're, they're the absolute ruler of mobile applications in terms of their app stores. Like, like yeah. Apple has a much better app store than the Google Play Store from a curation perspective. Oh, um, absolutely. 
and, and quality perspective of, of applications. Not to say that there's not there's some great apps on Google Play that you cannot get on an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also risky in some cases. But uh, yeah, I think I think Apple like the last couple keynotes they've really tried to push gaming they're really trying to push ar gaming all this stuff and i think they're going to try to really try to get into it really 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 deep into it in the next you know two to three years where they get home-based and on the other hand google is also trying to get into gaming uh with the what is google calling their service oh god i'm drawing a blank uh anyway google's trying to do basically the uh xbox Project X Stream or Stream X or right. whatever it was. Uh, Google is also doing the same thing currently, where you can run uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey right now. So that's that's pretty cool. So that's the problem. They're definitely Google doesn't get the word out about that. Like, there's so many fucking people that don't know. No, about that. that one went under the radar pretty well. But but it was also a very select group of people to try it. Yeah. So it was very. It, they were only doing like. I don't think they ever announced what the official number was, but they did say it was going to be a very small group of people that were going to be able to try it. Um, but yeah, Google and Apple. I, I mean, I can see Apple trying to get into it. Of course they would. I mean, why? Mm-hmm. It, that, they're not ones to leave money on the table. Um, no. And Google's going to be getting into it. And I, I there's everybody in <laughs> every swinging dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I personally just don't like Apple at all. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that's generally the unpopular opinion, but... Um, I'd say it's I a mean, 50-50. If it, uh, there's still way more iPhones out there than there are Android phones. Yeah. By well, a long shot. Yeah, I mean... I think that if you ask people, like aside from iPhone, like company stuff. I mean, this is this is off topic, yeah. but like it's right, just for a different and thing. Mac but yeah, like stuff, I mean, if yeah. you if you get into that stuff, I think there's a lot more on the other side of like Apple is totally. If you right. throw the iPhone away, you know, which company do you prefer, Google or Apple? I think most people still might say Google. It could be wrong because a lot of people spend the day with their phones, but yeah, um, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, but the the phone is such a big part of Apple's company, and, and oh, it's like 60% the phone of their MacBooks, right? Yeah. But um, so I don't like Apple at all. I really uh, some of the business things they've done in the past seem very anti-consumer to me as far as like changing some of the chargers and stupid stuff like that just to get people to buy things. And that's like you said, it's for a different show. But um, so I am not really looking towards that um people who pay attention to apple would know a lot more about that like and you pay attention to it and uh, right. and so that's that's not even something i even on my radar not paying any attention i do pay attention to the google stuff though um so right. definitely google's trying to get into that as well and well yeah cause I, 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 I think we're gonna see an influx like you said i think it is yeah. gonna be the next big craze the next big thing you know everybody's Everybody's going to try to get in on it and make whatever money they can and move on to the next fad, you know? And that's, yeah. That's I, just the way the our world to, works. You have the ability to take like a Google Play store and go from selling like two ninety nine apps or free-to-play applications and making, you know, like a couple of cents. Like right now they take 30 – like Google Play takes 30%, okay, of whatever you make on Google Play platform. They take 30% of that as well as Apple on the iOS platform, uh, on the App Store platform, sorry. And so – 
you can go from selling uh, dollar apps and making you know thirty cents as a company to selling sixty dollar games, like an uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, to someone who might not have a console and be able to play a full fledged game. Yeah, on your phone or your tablet. Like right. a lot of people are like, oh, I wouldn't pay on my phone. But here's the thing: if they can sell you a tablet for like two hundred bucks instead of like a seven hundred dollar, eight hundred dollar video game console. And you're not like a super, 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 super hardcore gamer and you just kind of want to play a game that you heard about, but you don't want to go buy the new console. Like you're probably going to buy the tablet from them and they're going to make money off that way. And then they're also going to sell you a $60 game. And there's going to be no difference between playing it on an Xbox or playing on a PlayStation as there is to playing on a tablet. So it's it's, it's fairly interesting, but that's a whole nother show, my man. Um, And with that, hey... Do you want to learn more about video games? Guess what? Books <laughs> hold the answers to your, all of your questions. And these books can read to you. Introducing Audible. Aud- <laughs> That's right. Today's podcast was brought to you by <laughs> Audible. Uh, you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com. Slash diggity. You can get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. Highly suggest you check it out. Uh, good book to check out is Ready Player One. Um, as a free audiobook download. If you want to go check it out, go check it out. Again, completely free. Completely free download. Completely free 30-day trial. You can cancel at the end if you don't like it. If you love it, hey, keep it. Learn. Read. Actually, don't read. Listen. Because you can't read. That's why you got Audible, bro. That's why we got your back. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, at Diggity Podcast. Uh, you can follow Brody on Xbox. What is your gamer tag on Xbox? Luscious Brody, correct? Yes, sir. There we go. And my gamer <laughs> tag on Xbox is Maple Jeff. And uh, please leave a review for the podcast. It helps us a ton in two different ways. One, it extends the community and builds the show's uh, reach on different platforms like iTunes and Spotify and such. Um, And also the comments that you leave uh, in the reviews allow us to make the show better. If there's something that you think we can work on and improve on to make the, to make Diggity even better. Hey, that's great. We'd love to know, you know, what secret sauce we need to add uh, to our already awesome video game sandwich. (laughs) Um, and aside from that guys uh, we will talk to you soon uh, with our mini episode uh, on Nintendo Direct so look forward to that and until next time guys see ya